Hi, uh, I'm George uh, Shakiris, and I'm your next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are ready for another adventure here at On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 541 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, it's Oscar time. We have an Oscar winner with us. George Takiris is going to be joining us here, and of course, he won an Academy Award for his portrayal of Bernardo in the movie West Side Story. Now, he's got some great stories to tell, and also, he has a book out. Uh, he's finally written a memoir. A lot of people have always wanted him to do that. It's called My West Side Story, a memoir. And George Chikaris will be coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So get ready for that. It's going to be a great show. And George, of course, was back with us uh, probably, what, nine years ago, I believe it was. And uh, we interviewed him then, and now he's coming back to talk to us again. So we appreciate that. And uh, lots of uh, things are moving along here at On Screen and Beyond. We've got more and more of the episodes coming up for you. And uh, also want to thank all the people all over the world who have been listening to On Screen and Beyond. We've got people in Germany and France and, and of course, the United States. Uh, we have a lot of people in California uh, from uh, the San, uh, San Francisco area, San Ramon, and all the way down to uh, San Jose and L.A. and everything. And want to thank you so much. And, of course, then we have people in Florida and uh, North Dakota and South Dakota and Maine and everywhere else. So thank you so much, and thanks for the emails that you're sending out. I appreciate them very much. And uh, those are the, you know, if you get a chance, rank us, you know, thank us, uh, or, or review us, I should say on uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever else you are so we can get more people to know about us. We'd appreciate that very much. But let's get right into it. It's time for another episode, so it's time for Remake Madness. Remake Madness, well, at the top of the list of bad ideas, New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers is planning on remaking 1939's The Wizard of Oz. Why? <laughs> That's all I can say. And a big screen remake of the popular video game, The Division, is in the works. Jake Gyllenhaal is on board to star in that one. And Power Rangers are coming back. They're getting another reboot remake, and the last attempt was a failure in 2017, so we'll see what they do with this one. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, J.K. Simmons and... Nina Arianda will play Fred and Ethel to Nicole Kidman's Lucy and Harvey Bardem's Ricky in the upcoming film Being the Ricardos. And Rebel Wilson will star in a new comedy called Senior Year. Wilson will also be co-producing the film. And Sean Penn is back and he will star in a new film called Black Files. It's a thriller about paramedics. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to be on sequels. It's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sequel City, well, the James Bond sequel, No Time to Die, which has been bounced around for quite a while now, and uh, it has an official, and I put quotes around that, release date internationally. It's looking for September 30th to be released, and in the United States, October 8th. And a Wonder Woman spinoff is in the works, and it will be both a prequel and a sequel to the original movie. Is uh, not yet in production, so things are still early. And Paramount is working on a Pet Cemetery prequel film, which will show up on its new streaming service, Paramount Plus. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, April 20th, Till Death, the Complete Series, arrives on DVD. Tropical Heat, the Complete Series, floats on to DVD on March 16th. And Animal Kingdom, the Complete Fourth Season, on DVD on March 16th. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, Money Plane with Kelsey Grammer flies on to DVD on March 16th. And Rain Wilson, he's coming your way in a movie called Don't Tell a Soul. It's on March 16th. It's a thriller on Blu-ray and DVD. And a crime drama called Adverse with Thomas Ian Nichols, who was a past guest here at On Screen Beyond, Lou Diamond Phillips, and Sean Astin will be hitting DVD on March 9th. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Hulu is revving up for a biopic series called Iron Mike. Now, this is a series. It's based on Mike Tyson from the people who brought us I, Tonya. And Tyson is not very happy about this one. And Hulu has renewed Animaniacs for a third season, and season four of The Handmaid's Tale will arrive on April 28th on Hulu. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have a past guest joining us once again. George Chakiris is going to be joining us. He's an Oscar winner from the movie West Side Story. He has a new book out, a memoir, and it's called My West Side Story, A Memoir. George Chakiris, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an Academy Award-winning actor who has danced with Marilyn Monroe in Gentlemen Prefer Bonds and with Rosemary Clooney in White Christmas. His Oscar came his way for his performance in the classic movie West Side Story 60 years ago. He was a guest here on On Screen and Beyond nine years ago, and it's a pleasure Hello, to have him sir. back. <laughs> he has a new book out called My West Side Story, A Memoir. It's George Takiris. George, welcome back to On Screen and Beyond. 
Hey, Todd, thank you so much. And what a nice reminder that I was with you nine years ago and, and, and hearing about uh, General Preferred Blondes and White Christmas. I love that. I, it, it, now, I presume you, you must have put that into your new book, correct? Uh, well, yeah, it's, I, talk, I, I can't remember to what extent we talk about it, but absolutely, it, it's there in the book as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, every year when I'm watching White Christmas, uh, especially since you were a guest here, you know, like I said, nine years ago, I, I, every time oh, wow. we watch it, I, I, I see you on there, and I said, that's George. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, uh, I, I'll tell you, you know, working as a chorus dancer and some of those really wonderful musicals, it's just one of the happiest times I think I've ever had. We all so much love what we were doing, and working those different choreographers and those and Rosemary Clooney was just the most darling person you'd ever want to be around. So it, it's 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 they're just fantastic memories. They really are. Mm, yeah, I mean it's just it's just the uh, you know like I say this is that's a one movie that we see all the time. It's just <laughs> and yeah, and Chris, now, Christmas and yeah, yeah. Know, once in a while. I mean I I, I say it and I, I I've met it before and I really do mean it. But one of my uh, uh, one of my favorite credits is, in fact, having you know being one of the guy dancers behind Marilyn Monroe in that incredible number, of "Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend" from General Preferred Blonde. I mean, it's such an iconic number. I, well, iconic is such a we use that word too much these days, don't we? But um, it, 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 Jack Cole, who choreographed that number and of course many other things as well and she particularly loved Jack Cole Marilyn loved Jack Cole but uh, it's it, it's movie history because not just Jack Cole and the beautiful number because 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 of, of her you know mm-hmm. so and, and you know we keep she's never she, she remains uh, uh, current all the time you know and with good reason yeah 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 and now, normally, when someone writes a book, I always ask, "How did they come up with the title?" But in this case, it, it's obvious why you have this title. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's like if you want to have everyone remember anything, you better say that, you know. But but um, the publishers also encourage uh, encourage that title as well. So everybody was on board even before we started with with that title. It just made such sense to to use it, you know? Yeah. Now, what do you think about the the remake? Uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, they do remakes, and you wonder, why are they doing a remake on something that was a classic, you know? (laughs) Well, I'll I'll tell you, it's a good question. If there was anybody other than Steven Spielberg, you know, you'd, you'd kind of, wonder and you know of course wait and see what they do even with the with him we'll we'll see when we see it but um you know he's he's, a, he's an extraordinary uh, uh, filmmaker the only thing that i feel that i like to say about that and about him having done his version of west side story is that uh you know he had this extraordinary template to work from and that is the film itself Created by uh, Jerry Robbins, uh, Leonard Bernstein, the Stephen. I mean, the work was done, uh, and uh, so he, so Steven Spielberg, to be fair, did, it has not created West Side Story. That was done many, many, many years ago. Right. Uh, that's the only qualifying thing that I'd like to remind people of, just in case. Was there ever any talk? Do you know of of having some of the original people back in this film? No, I, you know, I, I 
I don't think it would have made sense because everybody's a lot older. Well, true, but... <laughs> uh, I mean... But uh, the one where it absolutely makes sense and it's so wonderful is with Rita. Um, first of all, she's she's just amazing. Rita's uh, she, she's just so so wonderful, and uh, uh, and the way they're using her, to my understanding, in the film is she'll be doing the character originally uh, with Doc in in the drugstore, and I understand her the character's new name is Valentina. So, but seeing. For Rita to play that role in Steven Spielberg's movie makes such great sense because she's not having to you know, do something. It's, 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 she's an adult character, and I guess that would have been the only thing that would have made sense for any of us if anybody had thought to use us, you know. Right. Right? But they, they've done such a wonderful, I think, uh, it's, it's such a smart way to use her and, and use, you know, the beauty of, of what she does, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, does it seem like it was 60 years ago that you made this, you know, have had this film come out? God, no. I'll tell you, you know, it's things like this that remind you that it was 60 years ago. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, uh, well, I'll tell you what, and you know, with, with more, as more time passes, you know, you notice that more. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it doesn't, it, it, it really does not seem like 60, nothing 60 years ago seems like 60 years ago, you know, so, yeah. but certainly not West Side Story. You know, we had such a great time, such a great time. And it's it's such a classic film. You can just watch it over and over, and it it, it doesn't get old, you know, and that's, that's why we talk about it 60 years later. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the beauty of, uh, of West Side Story was, of course, uh, originally, you know, taken on by um, Jerome Robbins and Stephen Sondheim and Arthur Lawrence and, of course, Leonard Bernstein, uh, and I think it was first produced in the theater in 1957. Um, but uh, it, it was an incredible collaboration from those four incredible men, and it took a very long time for it to really come to fruition. So there's a lot of work and thought and so on to obviously that that went into it but but the extraordinary collaboration of those men uh, i think it's the only time maybe uh, in, in 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 theater history that those that that kind of collaboration has ever really taken place but it was uh, and i think it was jerry's idea to begin with that is to do romeo and juliet in a modern day setting mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a wonderful idea because it's a it's a classic story that is absolutely relevant uh, at any stage of the game because we we all know about uh, prejudice and hatred and all of those things now we hear it so much you listen with what's going on in, in our country now we hear those things even more but uh, but it's 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 a it's a classic timeless shakespearean story that is again just so relevant it has been all of these years, and certainly now as well. Yeah. Now, when you were writing this book, uh, was it? Did do you key in more f- for certain areas of your life, or do you start right from you know when you were growing up as a kid and and working your way up yeah. and everything? Well, it, it, you know, it, it, to be perfectly honest, uh, I had a hard. There's, it's it's impossible to remember all of that time. Some of the. I needed my my mom my, my my memory to be jogged to mm-hmm. re to find to find it again, um, but uh, uh, so I, I the way I started was um, putting things uh, on tape 
because uh, I had a wonderful writer, Lindsay Harrison, uh, working with, with Lindsay. She had done Tippy Hedren's book, which is a lovely book. Um, and and uh, so the, the way we started working was to put things on tape and then give it to Lindsay, and she would transcribe it and sort of go from there. Um, and then I discovered that I didn't like uh, putting it on, on tape so much as starting to write things myself. And that was... That was uh, more kind of uh, it, that felt more honest, I guess, to me. But um, so, it, it, but it, it. I suppose I tried to go in, in some kind of a chronological order, just just for memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and but uh, I realized now I I have thought of so many things since we finished the book over a year ago that I thought, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I? I mean, there's so you, you can't remember everything, unfortunately. And we did, we did have a deadline. So, <clears throat> but uh, it was great working with Lindsay. But uh, what I, I, I just worked with whatever I was able to remember and go from there. And then, whenever possible, uh, Lindsay and I, she would, she would work as a, like like you asking me a question or something. And when you're asked a question, it does you know, but it does it does bring things back to mind. But by working alone, you really need someone to help you jog your memory. Otherwise, it's, it's, you can't remember all all those years. Right. Um, so, is that any kind of an answer to your question? I'm sorry. I tend to go on give long answers. I'm sorry about that. No, no. That's in, that's the interesting part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, uh, did, so you found yourself, uh, you know, being having your memory jogged when you do this. Did was there times when you say to you know say to yourself almost like, "Wow, I did that," <laughs> you know? I mean, were there things that you you had forgotten and said, "Wow, I did that." Well, a, a couple of times, but not while we were doing it. But I did think it a couple of things like that uh, later, because um, um, what. Uh, I'm not good at being the the center of attention, so so to speak. You know, even with a group of friends, I'm I'm the quiet one, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I'm not good at patting myself on the back. But, but here and there, there were thing, uh, there were because t- I yeah I did think to myself a couple of times, my gosh, look what you got to do and 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 who you got to work with, and I guess you you were able to do what they expect, what what they wanted you to do, and that's the thing. Um, when I think back, and there, because there's some people, of course, you, you, you who's, who, who you really respect working with, for example, like Jerry Robbins. And just, I guess it's a fact, the fact that I was able to, because I did the London Company before I did the, uh, the movie, and also directed by Jerry. And I played a different character in the theater version. I played Riff. Um, but looking back, and uh, ultimately, I suppose, have pleasing him, so to speak, because he was such a perfectionist, and also he's such a great artist. He, Jerry, you can use the word genius uh, with, very comfortably with someone like Jerry Robbins. You can't use it very often, but you can certainly use it with him. So the fact that I was able to um, meet the challenge, so to speak, and uh, it was it reminded myself of, of some of the things that I have been able to do, and it, it, it's nice to be able to feel that way. Hmm. Now, you mentioned that you played Riff in London yeah. uh, in in, yeah. in the play. 
Uh, how was that? I mean, here you were. You were in the Academy. You won an Academy Award for playing, um, you know, uh, one role in uh-huh. in in the movie, and then you go and play a different character. Why didn't they put you in as Bernardo? Well, okay, it's, it's the other way around. I did the I did the play first. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Riff. Yeah, and, and uh, but when when. Uh, I was in New York. It's one of those things where, you know, lucky, really lucky circumstance. I got to New York, and within a month, they were auditioning for the London Cup of West Side Story. So it was just an incredibly lucky timing for me. Um, but, um, and, but when I first I met Ruth Mitchell, who was the stage manager uh, for West Side Story in, um, in New York, who, and she later on went to be Hal Prince's associate producer. But with Neosh, I met her. She was very nice. And she said, I think you should read for Bernardo. And so when I first met Jerry to audition for him, I was I read for Bernardo. And after I did that, he then, he said, asked me to read the role of Riff. So I did that. And then he asked me to learn Cool, which in the theater version is sung by Riff. So I, I so I read for Jerry, you know Bernardo, then Riff, and then I learned Cool and went back like ten days later to do uh, audition uh, and do Cool for Jerry, um, and um, and uh, and I was on, on my birthday, 1958. Uh, Ruth Mitchell called me and told me that I had I was being cast as as Riff, um, and and I did I did that for a year and a half before the movie came around for anybody to to audition for, but so, uh, and I, the thing, one of the, the do, one of the great things about having had the luxury of, of doing something in the theater for that long, you really get, you really get, without even realizing you're doing it, you really learn it, you become familiar with every character, you, you could almost play any character, you're so familiar with them, uh, and there's a real, uh, advantage to uh, uh, playing something in the theater for that long and being that familiar with uh, the material before you get to a film version and uh, you don't even realize that that's that that's there in your background but but uh, it was and it was a tremendous help and also there's uh, I think anybody I, I, I've met so many uh, young people over the years who are different who are, have done different stage productions of West Side Story and when, when uh, Everybody responds to this material like almost like nothing else. It really pulls your imagination and your feelings um, to the front, and so that means you you give it. it it's inherent in the material to to um, feel it uh, the way the way you do for that particular piece. Um, but um, so anyway, yeah, I played Riff uh, for, for a year and a half. Uh, and then, uh, and then, eventually, I was cast uh, as Bernardo in the film, um, and, and and you know, they, they 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 used me. I think ultimately the way the way they uh, so many not well, you know, quite a few people after they after they saw the movie, uh, they they couldn't imagine me playing Riz, <laughs> but 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 I did, you know. Yeah. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Besides being in West Side Story, uh, you also were in uh, the film Diamond Head, correct? With Charlton Heston and Yvette Yeah, Michelle. yes, I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, and, and um, yeah, uh, uh, Charlton Heston, uh, James Darren, Yvette um, uh, Milieu, and uh, Franz Nguyen. Um, that was, uh, it, it's kind of a soap opera-ish kind of story, but I, I have to say that, and it was directed by Guy Green, the wonderful English uh, director, but the, the, the nice thing, I, I have such nice thoughts about that movie. First of all, Ch- Ch- Charlton Heston was just, one of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet and work with. His wife was with him the whole time. Beautiful, beautiful couple. Um, and uh, and Jimmy and I, uh, Jimmy, Jane, Jimmy Darren and I have remained friends over the years, too. So I, I have uh, some really lifelong friendships developed from that. But uh, And also we filmed it uh, in Hawaii, on Kauai, which is uh, uh, the most extraordinary kind of island. At that time, there were only two hotels uh, in Kauai, I'm, I'm sure now it's uh, it's, it's uh, grown up, but um, uh, and in fact, of the two hotels, there were, uh, one of the hotels didn't uh, take actors, so we couldn't stay there. Really? <laughs> in the other hotel, um, but but Diamond has uh, I, I I have to I've never seen it, but I do remember what it was like working on it. And it was it was a really nice experience. Also, I love Hawaii. I mean, that weather is just, uh, I'd want to be there forever, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but basically, it was it just everybody connected with the movie was really easy to be around. Easy and, and kind and, and good. No, there wasn't an ego anywhere. You know, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Now, being a dancer, uh, I presume that when you worked with Gene Kelly, it, was, it must have been like working with with God. <laughs> I mean. oh, oh, absolutely. You know, um, j- just today on Turner Classic Movies, I, I saw that they were showing uh, Brigadoon, and I danced in the, in the, I was one of the dancers of the chorus of that movie, so I, I kind of found myself barely in, in, the, in the background, but that was the, fir- that was the first time I'd uh, worked uh, for him. Um, also, the, the, one of the sequences, which was not, it was cut from the film, but the sword dance, which was done by Hugh Lang, who played, um, I think it was Harry Beaton, and, and four guys around him it did the, the sword dance, which is uh, staged by Gene and, and photographed by Gene as well. Um, so that was the first time I'd, I'd been around him, and then the only other time uh, was years later working on The Young Girls of Rochefort. Yes. Um, and, and, of course, I, I, I was hoping I would in that movie that I would have a number with him, but it just in story wise it didn't make sense so so it didn't happen. But I so I didn't work with him on the young girls of Shore, but I, we we were with around each other quite a lot. We stayed in the same hotel just it, it was uh, so I got to be around Gene two times and that was great. Wow. Yeah, that must have been a thrill. I mean, geez, you know, I mean Yeah, well, you know, you know in 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 Hollywood uh, movie musical history, you know, the two stars that are co- mentioned constantly and, and almost no one else are Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. And uh, they're, they're, you, no one should ever compare the two of them because they're very different. 
But these two guys, what they contributed to musical uh, movies from their their staging, but from their camera work, everything uh, was. I mean, they really did. They, they made uh, aside from just their own contribution as, as, as performers, their contribution as directors and cinematographers, and all of that was was incredible as well. Mm, yeah, and you got to work with both of them. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, wow. and, and uh, you know uh, the, the sword dance, that Scottish dance. You're you're uh, working on the balls of your feet constantly, and it took a few days. And working uh, on the balls of we all got really serious. Uh, Shin splints. <laughs> so really, it, it was it was painful, but Gene was great. He made sure we had orange juice and anything that'll help us get through the day. He was really wonderful to work for. Wow! When I was working on on the, the young girls of Rochefort, his wife Ginny uh, Coyne sent me a, a letter, and uh, his birthday was coming up, and his favorite breakfast was uh, corned beef hash. So she sent me a can of corned beef corned beef hash so that I could surprise him on his birthday with, with a breakfast. Uh, and so the, the cook and, and the place where we were staying put it all together, and for and we you know made a special tray for him with a flower, a rose on it, and everything. And he, he almost thought that she was there, <laughs> that he thought his wife was there, but she wasn't. But it was so much fun doing that for him. It was really, it was really a ball. Huh. Wow. <laughs> now, uh, you know, movies, of course, I mean, you're an Academy Award winner and everything, but you also have done a lot of TV shows and things, and yes, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I presume you talk about that in the book also. I can't I, I, I remember to what extent we, we, we do talk about it, yeah. Um, and, you know, the, uh, of, of the, oh, God, we've all done so much television because um, it was, you know, I, I, it, it, in terms of uh, just... Uh, being noticed as an actor, you know, you you have to keep uh, present uh, by doing by doing television, and a lot of te- my some of my one of my favorite television shows was uh, Hawaii Five O. Yes, in, in Hawaii, uh, and Jack Lord, I think I think he was one of the producers as well. But it was a really beautifully produced show, and as as uh, and and it was the episode that I got to be on was was really very well written. I didn't play a, a, a typical he, a heel, which is the way people tend to think of it when they're casting, and they have to cast quickly on television because it moves more quickly. So I, I really appreciated that particular uh, show because I, I, I it gave me... Uh, the material was better. You know, it, was, it was more fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it true that you were in the final episode of... The Partridge Family. Yeah, I, when I was doing it, I didn't know it was the, the final episode. Yeah, but um, my manager at the time was a woman called Ruth Aaron's, and she also managed uh, Shirley Shirley Jones and uh, David Cassidy, and then eventually Sean Cassidy. Um, you know the Cassidy family, yeah. Jack Cassidy as well. <laughs> she took care of everyone. But yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, my understanding was the final episode. I've never seen that one either because I just I don't know. I would traveling so much i guess i just missed it when it came on mm-hmm. but surely is she's such a darling darling lovable she, she i love shirley she i've known her for a, i don't get to see her very much but i've known her for a really long time and i i i i, I, I have i really respect her 
uh, who she is as a person as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to meet her uh, quite a few years ago, and uh, I was surprised how how quiet she was. Um, oh, that, yeah. You know, it's really funny when you say how quiet she was, because um, I've had, just recently I did a, 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 I was a guest on a, uh, yet another documentary on Marilyn Monroe, and one of the things about Marilyn, I never spoke to her. Of course, I never said hello, anything like that. It was just we were in the background, and uh, but but uh, about, about on about four different occasions. But again, it's interesting you say that Shirley was quiet. Marilyn Monroe was very quiet, and I I think that when people arrive at, uh, on a, on a working situation. They're quiet because they're thinking about the work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 when, um, uh, in fact, you yourself, um, a while back, I was watching. You know, I watch a lot of TV and everything, and I I caught an old episode of the Carol Burnett show, and oh my god, who was god. on it? But you, <laughs> yeah, and, and Shirley, Shirley was on that show too. I oh. think. Really, on that same one, yeah, and yeah. but but I was surprised because you know we see you as uh, on the stage and everything, and and you're, you know, you're acting, and then we expect that that, you know, you're similar when you're in person. But of course, Carol Burnett, you weren't acting; you were yourself. And yeah, when yeah. you were doing the talk with her, I was surprised how 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 almost shy you seemed. Well, yeah, that that's that's me. You know, that's I am. Kind of, I'm seriously reserved, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Carol Burnett, everybody, everybody loves Carol Burnett. She's another one who's just just great, great to be around. Um, yeah, but but you know, in thinking about the, doing this book, one of the things I uh, I thought I, I, before doing it, I thought, I thought myself, this you know, this will draw attention to me, and and I thought, yeah, that's good, but there's, there's also something about that that I don't like because I don't really like being the center of attention unless it's appropriate. And and by that I mean, for example, if I'm working uh, on a role in the theater, on a movie, any place, the only time in, in a work situation that it's appropriate for the attention to be on me is when the character I'm playing uh, is getting the focus in that, in that in, at that time. Otherwise, I don't need to draw attention to myself. I'm very happy to be quiet and on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's interesting that you, I'm glad that you kind of noticed that, really. Thank you, because uh, that's my tendency, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just, uh, you know, so amazing to hear, you know, hear you talk about these things. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, and your book, everybody, uh should go out and get that book because it's going to be, you know. Oh uh, well, that would be nice if they did. But listen, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. You know what? Um, not too long ago, the, you know, uh, Veronica Lake. You know, I guess we know Veronica Lake from from movie history as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I don't know where I was reading some, but evidently when later in her life, and she, she was only she didn't live that long, um, but evidently she was giving, given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and when they were doing it, I guess not a lot of people uh, showed up, and she didn't mind that at all, evidently, but but uh, but again, uh, she, she didn't get the attention she, she deserved, but one of the things that I thought, you know, if you have a, 
uh, get a stall on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, it would be nice if people showed up. <laughs> and I thought the same. What if you write a book and nobody buys it? <laughs> <You> <laughs> oh, there'll be all kinds of people buying this one, George, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> now, you mentioned that earlier uh, you had said that you thought of things that you didn't put in the book. Uh, is there any chance yeah. that we could have a My West Side Story 2 <laughs> at some point? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. It, uh, just doing this book to the extent that we did it uh, made me realize uh, the responsibility of doing the book. What the, what the, what, it's a responsibility, and you really have to think of it in those, in those terms. I, I didn't. I, I tried to think of it that way, but I don't know about my, to, to you know, what you just said. I thought uh, that I could do a different kind of book, having had, in retrospect, having had the experience of doing this one, in terms of what you'd want to say, what you'd want to say more, things you'd like to address that you didn't address in different experience. So and I think I could, I, I almost think I could, I do a, a better book. At least I'd like to think I could. But um, I think this one will probably be it. You know? mm. But yeah, you, you know, you learn from every experience and and what you can do differently the next time. Hopefully, better the next time. No matter what we do. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess we all do that, don't we? I'm sure you do it too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, George, I like to finish up with one final question. And it, okay. it takes us away from your book, which, uh, like I said, everybody should be going okay. out and get, <laughs> My West Side <laughs> Story, a memoir. Um, but uh, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, I, I, I love uh, TCM, so I get to see some of those wonderful movies that have been there forever, you know, and, mm. and, and recently as well. So... Um, I like, wow, um, I, I, I can't say I have a favorite movie. I have a number of favorite movies, but I, I, I do tend to like the classics, uh, Billy Wilder movies, uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, what they did was just so amazing, so amazing. Um, and just recently, uh, and it's, uh, uh, it's, I guess it was, it's what we call a rerun, uh, Maud. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> I've I've been watching reruns on on that, but in, just in the last couple of weeks, and it, it's it's such a great show. It's beautifully written. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. Beatrice Arthur is just I, I can. Uh, but but also the uh, I can't think of now the, the producer's name. He's in the, um, who did all the family has done so much more too. But it's. Uh, Okay, we'll we'll think of it. But uh, so, in terms of oh, I shall tell you what uh, in in the world today, movies today. I saw uh, my I have friends in New York who are theater producers, and they've been working with a producer who was uh, 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 in, in, involved in a movie with uh, called Green Book two years ago. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, I don't know what the stage production is that they're working on, but he, the same producer, director, whose name I can't think of right now, has done a movie called Song of Solomon. And they, they sent me the link, so I was able to watch it on my computer. 
and I, I it's, it's about the, the Armenian, the, the Turkish genocide of the Armenians. It's, that's the main part, but it, it's physically such a beautiful movie, and what it's about is so, uh, it, it, it really grabs you in a way that it's, it's hard to, in, in a serious kind of way. And the reason I'm saying it right now, I, I haven't followed the, the the movies that are up for awards this amount, but this, that movie is, as far as I can tell, is nowhere to be seen, and I, it makes me wonder why. Why is that movie not even there? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so, uh, but but uh, I'm sorry, I thought I lost track of where I was. But um, so I'm I'm not I'm not the movie goer I was when I was a kid. I used to you know go to the movies every every week and maybe more than once in the week. Uh, I haven't done that for a long time. Uh, and I'm not as relevant in what, what's going. There is so much to keep up with. Period. There's mm. so much for just on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and I don't. You know, we, it's hard to. You can't see everything. But that movie, Song of Solomon. I uh, to me, I just feel I have to mention just mention the title and the hope that somehow somewhere it will get out there and and, and it, it should be seen. Definitely should be seen. So um, anyway. I've got to stop because I'm, I'm rambling on. Sorry. <laughs> well, George, I, I cannot thank you enough for joining us. Uh, it, like I said, it's been nine years since we last talked. I hope it's not what? another nine okay. years. <laughs> yeah. But Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, congratulations on your book, and um, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Well, it, it's, it's been fun. Thank you very much. I've really liked talking to you. It's, it's been nice. A lot of great stories. George Shakiris joining us for On Screen and Beyond, and I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, it's just just so good to have him back because it's been, like I said, nine years since he was last here. So a lot of things to tell us about in his new book. Be sure to check it out in My West Side Story, a memoir, George Shakiris. And uh, that's uh, just a lot of fun hearing him tell about uh, what went on back then and the different shows he has and everything he's been on. And I uh, want to thank him so much. So, that's it. That's a wrap for another edition of On Screen or Beyond. But we have more coming your way. Be sure to tell a friend, like us on Facebook. Go ahead and uh, let the world know all about On Screen or Beyond. Get the word out. You know, post, repost these things on Facebook and everything else. And uh, just let people know that uh, there's a lot of great guests that it's uh, so interesting to hear them talk about their life and everything. And it's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. So that's it. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. Uh-huh.